Namaste, welcome to your Boundless Yoga podcast for today. So for today's practice, we're going to start in sitting, but then we are going to spend a little bit of time in kneeling. So I'll let you know now that perhaps you might like to grab a blanket so that when we do come into kneeling, you could pop that folded blanket underneath your knees for a bit of padding, just in case your knees might be a bit sensitive against the floor. And to start our practice, let's just start in sitting, whatever sitting position is most comfortable for you. That might be sitting cross-legged on the floor. It might be a kneeling. It might even be sitting on a chair. However you position yourself, take a little bit of time to wriggle around and see if you can bring the pelvis into neutral so that your spine starts to grow tall and your shoulders can relax. And then to start our practice, follow your breath in through your nose and do a long, soft sigh out between your lips. Perhaps you do that a couple of times, following the breath in through the nose and a long soft sigh out between the lips and you consciously take a moment to welcome yourself to this little practice. And to help bring yourself, bring your attention into this practice and into this present moment, you might start to notice some of the sounds around you in whatever space that you're in. In my space here, I'm sitting inside, but it's a really rainy night, so I can hear the rain outside. And every now and then I hear a car drive by in the distance. I can hear the sound of the tires on the wet road. There might be other sounds that you can hear in your space, perhaps sounds from within your house, the fridge running in the kitchen, Sounds from within your workplace, people moving around in other parts of the building that you're in. Now let's take the time to remind ourselves that those things are just sounds. Whatever we hear arising is just a sound. It's not good or bad. And right now we don't need to analyze it. You don't need to grab hold of it in any way. You can just practice allowing the sounds to come to us and then allowing them to fade away. As we allow the mind to move from one sound to another as the sounds around us change, you might notice that our mind and our attention becomes more pliable, becomes more flexible, and perhaps becomes more subtle. And you might start to notice the sound of your own breathing. Maybe it's not a sound, maybe it's just a suggestion of a sound. You might spend a little bit of time 
just following the breath in and out. That is that rolling sound. The breath rolling in, the breath rolling out. Some little pauses perhaps in the sound of the breath. Again, it's not a good sound or a bad sound. It's just a sound, the sound of the breath. But a very useful sound because it's one that we carry with us all the time. So it's accessible anytime we need a little bit of help to come back to the present moment again. you're following the sound of the breath or that suggestion of a sound you might notice that sound is connected with some sensations in the body sensations in the belly or the chest on the inside of the nostrils and those sensations might involve some movement of the belly or the chest or maybe it's just a suggestion of movement. And so we start to feel into the body. Start to notice that pliability, that flexibility, that subtlety in the physical body. Now let's start to bring a bit of movement back into the body again. So we might take our attention down to the fingers and give them a wriggle. When we wriggle the fingers, we might find that we have an urge to wriggle the toes. And maybe we find that wriggling the fingers and the toes, those extremities, now we need to move the head. You might roll the head from side to side or just nod it up and down. You might start to move the hands around a little bit more, rotating the wrists. Starting to move the arms around a bit more, stretching the arms out and then bending the elbows. Perhaps rolling the shoulders a few times. And then when you feel ready from your sitting position, make your way over onto all fours. And you might like to pop that blanket if you felt that you needed one underneath your knees already as you come onto all fours. And spend a bit of time wriggling around in your all fours position, maybe rocking from side to side or circling yourself around over the top of your hands and your knees and just playing around with the balance of your weight between your four foundation points, your two hands, your two knees in contact with the floor. Weight evenly distributed. We distribute our weight evenly between those four foundation points. Maybe we feel there's a strength in the arms and the legs. And maybe that strength in the arms and the legs 
assists us to bring the spine into neutral. Might take a moment to make sure that we've lined up the head with the rest of the spine. Crown of the head lined up with the rest of the spine. And then you might come back to observing your breathing again. Noticing movements of the breath in the body. That's noticing other sensations in the body. And as you start to come into your upward and downward cat, so your upward cat, where you float your head and your tail up towards the ceiling and you contract the back muscles a bit. Your downward cat where you release the back muscles and you arch your back towards the ceiling like an angry cat, your head and tail dropping towards the floor. As you come into that upward and downward cat, you might notice what sensations of your breath, what sensations in the body kind of initiate that urge to move. Perhaps it's the inhale breath, the belly filling up with the breath. It initiates a movement of the head and the tail floating up. Perhaps it's an urge to stretch out the back muscles that leads you to draw your belly in and let your back arch towards the ceiling. And these are just suggestions. Notice what's going on in your body. And when you've followed that upward and downward cat, when you've allowed those sensations to initiate your movement, then come back to a neutral spine. Notice what that feels like now. And then start to walk your hands away out in front. Stretching your arms out in front. We'll come into our stretching cat pose. So walking the hands out in front as far as you can by keeping the hips over the top of the knees. And maybe you notice that you start to turn your tail up towards the ceiling. And you might notice that you start to feel some sensations in the shoulders. might feel like you're releasing the chest and the head towards the floor and how does that feel across the chest? How does it feel down along the sides of the waist, the belly? Maybe there's some sensations in the arms, sensation of length or a sensation of strength. When you've had a little stretch in your stretching cat pose, you can start to walk your hands back in towards you again and walk them all the way in towards your knees so that you can come up into high kneeling. So standing on your knees, standing tall, spine long, shoulders relaxed. Might take a moment to follow the breath in and out again. And then can you very carefully shift your weight across to the right so that you can gracefully step your left foot forward in front and step it forward enough so that 
the foot is a little bit further forward of the knee. You might kind of rock the hips backwards and forwards a couple of times here, rocking your weight into the front foot and then into the back knee. And then maybe you bend the front knee, that left knee a bit more deeply and you start to sink your hips forwards and down. Making sure that you don't go so far that you start to feel any kind of crunching or impingement in your lower back. See if you can find a nice stable position here, a nice stable foundation. The left foot on the floor, the right knee on the floor, the legs strong. And relax the shoulders, you might give them a wriggle. And then maybe wait for an inhale breath. Let the inhale breath stretch the arms out to the side and float them up towards the ceiling. And then maybe your exhale breath, you release the arms down again. And then maybe this time as you inhale, you float the arms up in front and up towards the ceiling. And then you exhale them out in front and back down. And then maybe one last time, the arms feel like they need to stretch out to the sides and up towards the ceiling. And maybe you pause here with the arms raised. Coming into your crescent moon pose. And maybe you feel like there's a little lift of the heart. Maybe it even feels natural to lift your gaze towards the ceiling a bit. Do a little check here to make sure that we're still breathing and we can still smile. When we feel like we've spent enough time in our crescent moon pose, we could release the arms back down again. Make our weight a bit more even between the front foot and the back knee. And now let's start to walk the front foot, that left foot, round to the side, walk it all the way around to the side and start to stretch that left leg out to the left side. So the right knee is bent and on the floor, standing tall on the right knee. The left leg is stretched out to the side with the left foot flat on the floor. And take a moment maybe to wriggle the shoulders. Follow the breath in and out. And then perhaps next time you feel an inhale breath coming, that initiates a movement of the right arm stretching up towards the ceiling. And then perhaps an exhale breath releases the right arm down again. And maybe we release that right hand all the way to the floor on the right side. And then maybe an inhale floats the left arm up. And then an exhale releases the left arm down. And then we could inhale, stretch the right arm up and maybe we do a slide down the left leg. So we're coming into one variation of gate pose. And then we could exhale, take that right hand all the way down to the floor Inhale, stretch the left arm up, a second variation of our gate pose. 
We might go once more into that first variation, the right arm stretching up, maybe the left hand doing a little slide down the left leg. And then the right hand to the floor and the left arm reaching up and over, a little side stretch the other way, our second variation of our gate pose. And then you might come back up and draw in that extended leg, that left leg, and come back to your high kneeling again. And pause for a moment to follow your breath all the way in and all the way out. One complete cycle of your breath. And take a moment to notice the sensations in the body, in the physical body. So we have a sense of a bit of asymmetry here. We've done our poses on one side but not the other. Perhaps we notice that those side stretches have made the sides of the waist and the rib cage feel a bit different. Maybe they're a bit more open or a bit more energized. Have we notice there's something different about our breathing? Having moved in time with our breath. Maybe we notice there's something different about the state of the mind. Taking the time to be here in the present moment. Notice all those sensations in the body. What does that mean for our quality of attention? Maybe it's a little bit more pliable, a bit more flexible, a bit more subtle. And maybe we really start to notice now that actually we really need to go to the second side. So can we very gently shift our weight across to the left so that we can gracefully step the right foot forwards into a lunge, making, for that we've, making sure that we've stepped that right foot forward enough so that the foot is a little bit forward of the knee, so that when we rock our weight backwards and forwards a little bit, the knee doesn't go forward of the ankle. Just protecting the knee a little bit. When you've rocked your weight backwards and forwards a couple of times, maybe you bend that front knee, the right knee, a bit more deeply, and you start to sink the hips forward and down, making sure that we don't go into any kind of compression in the lower back. And then finding a nice stable foundation here. From a stable foundation, we might feel the spine grow longer and the shoulders relax. And then we might feel the urge, and maybe it's on an inhale breath, to float the arms out to the sides and up towards the ceiling. And then maybe on an exhale breath, we feel the urge to release the arms out and down. We might inhale the arms out in front and up towards the ceiling. Maybe we feel the heart lift. And we could exhale, release the arms forward and down. And then 
again. Maybe it's an inhale breath that floats the arms out to the sides and up towards the ceiling. And maybe we pause for a moment in our crescent moon pose again. Maybe with the arms lifted. We feel the heart lift and maybe the gaze even lifts towards the ceiling. And we feel like we've spent enough time in our crescent moon pose on this side. We could release the arms down. We can make the weight a little bit more even between the front foot and the back knee. And then we can start to walk that front foot, the right foot, round to the side, all the way round to the right side, starting to stretch out the right leg as we go so that we finish with the left knee on the floor, standing tall on the left knee, and the right leg stretched out to the side with the foot flat on the floor. And we come into our gate pose on our second side. It might be on an inhale breath that we feel the urge to float that left arm up towards the ceiling and maybe we even do a little slide down the right leg with the right hand. And then maybe an exhale breath we release the left hand all the way down to the floor. And then the inhale breath sends the right arm up. So a side stretching the other way. And then we could exhale, come back up, inhale, stretch the left arm up, coming into our first variation of our gate pose, a little slide down the right leg with the right hand perhaps. And then exhale, the left hand going all the way to the floor, and then inhale, the right arm reaching up and over, our second variation of our gate pose. And then we could come back out, go back to the first variation again. We might kind of feel like we're swaying from side to side in and out of our first variation and our second variation. And perhaps this time when you come up out of your second variation, you draw that extended leg back in again and you come back to your high kneeling. And pause for a moment to follow the breath in and out. And maybe you stay here in your high kneeling. Or maybe you sit back on the floor. Or maybe you even lie down. And take a moment to notice the sensations in the physical body. Hopefully things don't feel quite so asymmetrical anymore. We've done both sides. Can we experience those sensations fully? How are the legs feeling? The hips? The sides of the waist? The rib cage? The shoulders? Even neck and the head. We notice some sensations of our breathing. What did that mean to match our breath and our movement? 
what did it mean? What are the sensations of our movements? What our experience of those movements was? And what our experience of our physical body is right now? And maybe noticing as well the impact on the mind of matching our breath and our movement, bringing our attention really fully into the present moment, experiencing all those sensations. So we notice that the mind is a bit more pliable, a bit more flexible, the quality of our attention a bit more subtle. You might take a moment to express a little bit of gratitude towards yourself for taking some time out for this practice. And remember, this has been your practice. And so you're allowed to keep it. Imagine yourself carrying a little bit of the goodness of the practice with you as you go back into the rest of your day. Shanti. Peace.